Oh, hey, didn't see you there. Welcome to Secondary Fermentation, episode number 16. 16. Woo, 16, 16. candles. We can legally drive. Yeah. Well, we can drive podcasts. All right. As usual, I'm joined with my co-hosts. Lauren. And? Sorry, I was taking a drink. It's Nick. <laughs> and this is Joe, and, and we're the crew of East Carolina Beer and Brewing, coming at you with another episode of our podcast. Today we've started right into the beer, and we've got one queued up. Mm. It is El Hombre, a horchata stout by Trophy Brewing Company. In December, stout. <laughs> yes. Uh, what an inspiring song. I don't think I'll ever hear horchata and not think about Vampire Weekend. Oh, I know. And what a great concert we went to years yeah. ago. That was such a good concert. Was that a good concert? Yep, I remember mm-hmm. it fondly. Do you, do you remember yes. all of it? Yeah, I remember yes. it, uh, I almost slept through it. It was just yeah. it was such an out-of-body experience. My mind was mm-hmm. in another place. Yeah, definitely didn't miss that concert. <laughs> <laughs> we'll blaze right over that. Yes, yeah. So, but, yeah, what do we got, Joe? You got the yeah. El Hombre. Where'd you get this from? Where did we get this from? Um, I got it from Wegmans. <laughs> Oh, Wegmans. you got it at Wegmans? Ooh. Uh-huh. Great deal selection there in Raleigh. Yeah, a uh, four-pack of it. It's quite good. This is actually the second one that I've cracked open. Right now in the glass, it's Ooh. nice and dark, looking like a typical stout. Not a heck of a lot of head. Pretty thin. The If you like, if it rides around the rim of the glass, it looks viscous. But it, I, from what I remember, it doesn't really do that. What's your smell? What are you getting from a smelly profile, Lauren? Um... Not a lot. Yeah, I don't know if it's because it's so cold. We just whipped it out of the fridge. Maybe we could have let it heat up a little bit. Mainly just like sweet notes, not a ton. Yeah, some kind of like a caramel, kind of like sweet sugary smell. Uh, it kind of is taking front stage in front of the the stout factor, I, I would say. Because mm-hmm. the mall character is leaning way more sweet than... Um, oh yeah, say like robust or roasty. On flavor, very sweet profile. Smells Smooth. Roasty. Does this have lactose in it? I don't I think don't... so. It does actually. Oh, it does? Dang! Yeah. I don't think so. As soon as I say, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, cinnamon, vanilla beans, almonds, and milk sugar. Mm. It does that... have that nice cinnamon almondy sweetness to oh, it. Yeah. It's like really good. Have you ever had horchata? Yes. Or am I saying it wrong? Is it horchata? What do you think of it? I've never had it. So like, you like eggnog? Yeah. Um, it's nothing like eggnog. <laughs> 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 but <laughs> like milk beverages, some people get like freaked out with like weird milk beverages, and they... <laughs> but it's like spiced milk. Spiced right, milk. I, I love cinnamon. I love like. <laughs> Pretty much every dairy product out there. Oh, uh, gosh. Okay. I was like, wait a minute. I don't recall anybody comparing horchata to eggnog. And it turns out there's a good reason for it because they're not the same. They're um, not the same at all. Well, but, for you know. Oh, according to the interwebs, it says that uh, in Spain, it's made with soaked, ground, and sweetened tiger nuts. Mm. I'm assuming a plant, not the animal. <laughs> ah, what? You never know. Uh, Made of real bits of tiger, so you know it's good. 
Well, but this recipe says it's uh, white rice soaked in water, flavored with cinnamon and sweetened with sugar. So it is nothing like eggnog at all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I like this horchata stout, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Too. This is good. It's ABV on this bad boy. It is a sweet one, though. Do you have me at stout? ABV is 8%, which Ooh. you wouldn't. Yeah. I don't think oh. I would note that. Drinks a lot lighter than eight percent. Yeah, yeah. It's got a. It's pretty roasty, but I think that roast is covered up by the the chocolate mm-hmm. or not chocolate sweetness that I'm getting. I don't know why I just said chocolate. Chocolate, chocolate. No, Any SpongeBob like fans will know that one. <laughs> I remember when they invented chocolate. <laughs> I hated it. That like nutty vanilla smell from like the almond and the uh, vanilla, I think, is really nice. Mm-hmm. I think it makes a a nice. Yeah. Flavor profile. That's something that's really nice. You ever just like want to smell, uh, like you get a, a jar of the like almond extract from like the baking mm. aisle? You ever added almond extract to like anything mm-hmm. you make? Yeah, I just Super love the strong. smell of like the almond. I don't think I've used it. Almond? Almond? In a really long time. I got it to make icing, I think, almond. one time. <laughs> no. It's very seldom used, but. Seldom. I like this. The one thing I wish is that I could smell it a little better. And that maybe that's just a, a product of it being cold. Maybe. Maybe we need to get some stout glasses. Studi. Oh, yes. Some studi glasses. Did you have a beer clean glass? Uh, looks like, looks like you, yeah, looks like a right. beer clean glass. Thanks, dishwasher. Yeah. Ooh. Cool little sponge of, or not sponge, but a splurge of water. A little rinse, a little of splash of yeah. splurge. Splurge. Splurging it. I'm splurging in water. <laughs> Lauren, what you got there? We get... So, I have a book of craft beer mad libs i didn't know such a thing exists but i'm i'm excited to see what it says it's the world's greatest drinking is game. that a christmas present or did you buy it yourself i uh, bought it for joe it was in his stocking I'm a stocking yeah, stuffer the world's greatest drinking game now that's a pretty big bold <laughs> claim yeah i think that's probably a little bold for this little guy but you know mad libs haven't yeah, you gotta yeah. aim high i like how it says adult mad libs yeah, it's gonna so get children, real dirty. Well, you know, children shouldn't really be drinking craft beer, so they're just reading. Says who? That. <laughs> no. The you federal government? Oh, oh, government! Oh, big wow. government trying to take us down. Yes. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, <laughs> government. All right, so this one is um, FAQs of brews. Mm-hmm. So we'll go through and just kind of fill in. They have certain headings here, so part of the body. <laughs> <laughs> We're keeping this PG. It's a nose. Libs. Yeah, nose. Nose. Another part of the body. All right, it's just baiting us at this point. Uh, Knees. I'm not giving Nick a chance. Okay, one last part of the body. Oh, oh, I got it. Armpit. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that could be fun. Adjective. Cool. I had to think about what an adjective was again. For <laughs> <laughs> speech. Wait, hang Plural on a second. Plural noun. Use guys. <laughs> That's called y'all. <laughs> um, it's called y'all. Jump ropes. Oh, yeah. Multiple That's jump probably ropes. probably very That's poorly a, yeah. integrated into this mad love, but we'll see. Another adjective? Um, saucy. So- oh, I like Ooh, saucy. Saucy. I'm going to say something stupid like tepid. <laughs> Adverb. Ooh. Quickly. Yeah. Okay. It's like I can't think of anything. Another adjective? Mm, smooth. 
Another adjective. Slimy. Slimy, yeah. And then one more adjective. Pointy. (laughs) (laughs) A celebrity. Oh, geez. You got this. You can say something. I'm surprised you didn't say Gordon. (laughs) Oh, Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. We we would have some different adjectives. Yeah. (laughs) And then a verb ending in ing. Uh, Podcasting. (laughs) It could be be fun. (laughs) Okay, I'll stand by while I fill in the blanks. Stand by. Um, So, on the can here for Trophy, they've got El Hombre with American Sign Language for the letters. I think it's really cool. Is that something Trophy does a lot, or is this just for this particular uh, brew? I don't know if you know. I don't know, but I'm trying to see, like, is that... Are they just doing every letter? Let me look up with it. Yeah, yeah I guess so. It is. E-L. Yeah, H. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really know the old ASL. I think it'd be fun to learn some ASL, but um. H. H. Hey. hey. People think you're pointing at me. You have to say H. H. <laughs> How's it coming along there? Almost done. So you fill out. So I haven't, I haven't actually done a Mad Lib or an Ad Lib, Mad Lib. You just fill out all the things and then you read a little that's, story. That's a brand, right? Because ad libs are the actual thing, right? But like my mad lib is that like a brand of ad libs? I think so. Like proprietary. Ad lib is a is a is an adverb actually. Oh yeah, it's like you want to ad lib something. Like mm-hmm. Basically, how we do our podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just ad libbing. Yes, because it's not scripted. Impromptive. All. all right. We're more like an improv comedy <clears throat> group. <laughs> I don't know how funny we are. Marcus yeah. Garn, FBI. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. And, yes, and. <laughs> so we filled in the FAQs of brews. So FAQs there's a lot brew. more to beer than meets the nose. Let's answer some FAQs. Should I leave the foam on top? Yes, the foam, aka the knees. Adds to the beer's texture inside your armpit. <laughs> it can be fizzy, creamy, or even cool. Oh. Should beer always be served cold? It depends. Some jump ropes say that if it's too cold, you'll miss the saucy flavors. As a tip, lagers are quickly served colder than ales. But by all means, dump that beer sitting out in the smooth sun. <laughs> Is a beer hangover less slimy than a wine hangover? If you drink enough of either, you will be a pointy mess and stumble (laughs) around like Gordon Ramsay before making a visit to the toilet. Also, why are you podcasting wine? Exactly. That's always my question. Why are you podcasting wine? You podcast beer, not wine. You know, I feel like that wasn't as exciting as I thought. Some of the things, I mean, we picked some some usable adjectives. I think the knees of the beer, I think, is one of the funniest parts, though. Yeah. It was the knees of the beer. Yes, the knees on this beer is really... The head head was great, but I really enjoyed the knees. It was the best. Yeah. Well, we'll just integrate that in each episode. Oh, we've got every episode. (laughs) A little little Mad Lib till that book's gone. Yeah, a little Mad Lib. Mad Tib. Mad Tib. Mad Tibia. Jeez, Lauren, you better better catch up on your uh, beer there. Well, oh, I'm sorry I was mad living. You were mad living because we were about to crack another. Oh, crack another. Well, do you beer. have a clean glass, sir? Well, I'll go ahead and give these glasses a rinse. While Nick's doing that, we'll go to a quick break. 
from our sponsors. <laughs> wow, we all did different exit music. <laughs> all right, we've got some clean glassware, and Nick has brought a beautiful selection for us. Uh, feels like it's been a while since we've featured a Hot Fly Brewing Company yeah. here on the podcast tasting. This is a selection from Jarvis Street Bottle Shop here in Greenville, of course. Naturally, it's where I get most mm-hmm. of my beer. Um, this is the Plum Cherry Cinnamon Blender. It's a fruited sour Ooh. that's uh, somewhat of a new release. I think I got this maybe a couple weeks back now. So let me nice. dive right in. Sorry, Joe. I think it's a little splash in my face. They filled it up. You know, on a side note, I hadn't had a hot fly beer, beer in a while either, but we went to dinner the other night at this burger place and Wilson... Ruckers and Redemption? Ruckus and Redemption Ruckus. or whatever. Oh, yeah. um, but they had a nice... They had Mere Woods from Hopfly. It was a really good American IPA. It's been a while since I've had one that I've been like, mmm, this is good. The this first sip, it just slaps. like, bang, it did slap. Nice, yeah. Uh, yeah. crisp, resinous, piney hop aroma. Crisp and flavor. Resinous, piney. Nicely balanced. It's good. Where were, where were those adjectives when we were playing the Mad Libs? <laughs> those would actually fit too well into the Mad Libs. You got to think of weird ones. It's a Mad Lib. Armpit. You got to be Armpit. Mm. Uh, this beer, looking at it, looks like some grapefruit juice. Kind mm-hmm. of, but like cloudy. Oh, it's like almost pulpy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it have does you have ever some seen, pulp. Like, grapefruit juice. This is. Oh yeah, I guess pretty. it does. Well, it looks like a sherbet. Kind of a thing too. Yeah, and you kind of it see looks some, like a smoothie. Yeah, kind of, yeah. It does look like a blended smoothie where you've got like the particles of some like seeds or flesh still, which is a strong indication this is going to be very fruity. Yeah, it's it's quite thick with a couple seeds on the end there. Okay. I mean, obviously, seeds. we should expect some plum and cherry flavor, um, and some cinnamon at that. So I'm kind of curious to see how those yeah. go together. I don't think I've really had a pairing of cinnamon with like dark fruit before mm-hmm. i can get i get some cinnamon on the nose mm-hmm. you know I, I guess if i think about like cinnamon or dark fruit and spice you know that's usually a character you think of like a belgian beer you know something that's like a darker yeah. belgian but you really get that stone fruit but what what dark fruits are in this they're plum and uh tart cherries mm. i yeah. taste the cherry you taste it mm-hmm. i haven't tasted it yet i've been trying to give it a sniff Smell a little tartness. Not getting a ton on the nose with this either, but. Mm-mm. Hmm. Ooh, it's got. Well, I, at first I thought it was like really acidic, but it's not. It's pretty nicely balanced. I think I just cut my mouth on some chips earlier. <laughs> <laughs> You're uh, podcasting injured today. Mm-hmm. What do you think about it, Nick? I like it. It's a very light, fruited sour. It's not overly tart. It has just Mm-mm. a right amount of tartness. It's a bit astringent, a little bit drying, um, a little bit of a little bit of my lips sticking to my teeth after a, after a drink. So I just want to get, dive right in for another sip to kind of wet my whistle, if you will. Yeah. Now is this a kettle sour? I don't. Not sure how Hopfly does most of their souring. Well, in the I think with with the rapid speed they put them out, I feel like it's got to be. But it doesn't have like yeah. a Brett flavor or any wild yeah. flavors to it. Cinnamon blender. 
I'm wondering if it really was like a blended like fruit puree type of thing that they added to the. Oh yeah, I mean, because you can literally see chunks yeah. of stuff floating in them. Like some of it looks like yeast, but some of it also looks like fruit matter, in particulate. I actually, I really like this one. Sometimes those sours can be too dry, really too, too much. But it's, I think this is a nice balance. And the mouthfeel is not too thick, despite the appearance of the beer. Like, mm. it looks thick and viscous, but it's not. No, just, like, full, medium body, but, like, yeah, like, thin versus, like, thick or, like, yeah, mm-hmm. pulpy. But it's, it's smooth, and I think the smoothness of the mouthfeel, though, balances out that acidity. Because it's not, like, it's not really, like, thin and, you know, if you, like, drink lemon juice, like, that's, like, thin and acidic. I actually don't know anyone that drinks... Straight lemon juice. You never just take a little shot of oh. lemon juice. Oh no, I do not. I you used don't? to do, I do all the time. Yeah, or you like used to do lemon squeeze. juice. I still do. It. <laughs> a little squirt here and there keeps you oh, alive. Oh, it's so tart. Yeah, but it's good vitamin C. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't so want scurvy. Our, so my vitamin C tablets. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to get scurvy over here. Have our teeth fall out. Scurvy. You die. Sir, you are not in danger of that. <laughs> I haven't for a while, but I used to buy whole lemons and I would squeeze like half of one or so mm. and then add just some like warm hot <laughs> water to it and drink like lemon water. Uh, I thought you were just going to end it squeezing it. In my eyeball. I just <laughs> I just squeezed it and I threw it away. <laughs> I just let it drip down my fingers. Yeah, that's right. Lemon. I'd give myself paper cuts first. <laughs> my masochist. Oh, gosh. Uh yeah, that sounds good. Nice little warm lemon water. I for, I just heard it has good properties for vitamin C content for one, and then um, I think it, I've heard it's pretty good for digestion too. It is mm. terrible for teeth. Well, that's that's true. So don't immediately brush your teeth afterwards. You should actually drink some water. And also, I I chase it with water to kind of like swish out the mm. residual acidity, so I wouldn't yeah. eat at my enamel. Well, that's like if you eat like Sour Patch Kids, and then like your teeth start to hurt afterward because you've eaten those straight citric acid crystals for mm-hmm. ever or if abrasive you like and, yeah. yeah it's a yeah abrasive and Ugh. highly acidic yeah and then if you're crazy and like there's that little sugary sour powder at the bottom and you ah. i just for some reason Sweet. i stroke when i was talking about <laughs> powder and about him <laughs> having a stroke i'm having a stroke there was a commercial did you ever see that it was like for stroke awareness and this like lady was having a stroke and it's actually really horrible, but it just stuck in my mind because she's like trying to tell the person that she's having a stroke, but it was like her in her own mind going, I'm having a stroke. Just you the, can't say it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Oh just, gosh. it was horrible, but just the way she said it every time I think I'm having a stroke, that's what I think about. I'm having a stroke. I'm having a stroke, y'all. It reminds me of like every, you ever had like a, an accident or something where you like, Beat your pants. <laughs> <laughs> well, potentially that as well. Um, something like catastrophic happens either like you fall or like hit your head really hard and you have to like kind of talk to yourself internally like to be like, I'm all right. I'm, I'm fine. Good. I'm good. I'm like, good. It's I, all right. I'm good. Yeah, I was, I was like 12 years old and I was trying a, a bike ramp for the first time. I'd never Ooh. jumped a bike. Just ate it and like skidded across the, the the asphalt road that I lived on and I got up and I was like, all right, everything works. Bones are fine. Oh, I'm bleeding a lot. <laughs> everything's good. So I just but walked inside right. and everyone was just like calling after me like, oh, you okay, you okay? And I just didn't say where I just walked inside and I was like in the mirror in the bathroom just like looking at myself like, 
You're good. I'm alive. <laughs> I'm alive. Just gotta give yourself that pep talk. Yeah. Talk yourself back to life. Overall, good choice, though. I like this. I think this is a <laughs> solid, sour option from Hopfly. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like Hopfly, that's their thing. You know, sours and IPAs. Mm-hmm. They do do the... They do do. <laughs> do do. They do the... That... Um, Stout series, though. Yes. Personally. Well, we didn't get that this year, did we? Did they release Did they it? do it this year? I don't remember I seeing it. Socials. They may. Because they post so much and they're very active, so... They are very active. It's, it's hard, hard to keep track of them sometimes. Oh, Jinx, almost. Cool. Indirect. Paraphrase, Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, interesting, because these are two different styles of beer entirely, but the different uses of cinnamon. In a stout, in a fruited sour. Yeah, exactly. Versatility I think, right there. Yeah, it's, it's a nice... Continuation of flavor, but with different applications. Kudos yeah. to you, mm-hmm. breweries. Uh, and if you're curious about the breweries, I'd say check them out. They're both relatively local to us. Hot Flies in Rocky Mount, North Carolina, which is about 45 minutes. And Trophy is in Raleigh, North Carolina, which is about an hour 15 from us over here in Greenville. So, yeah, some good options. A last little addition here. Um, similar to this beer... Hotfly recently released, back in December, uh, a cherry vanilla ice cream blender. Ooh. Sounds amazing. So, this series, this might be a nice little, like, blender series where it's kind of, like, inspired by maybe some, like, ice cream. Which I think by the can art, it's kind of, like, blended ice cream scoops. Yeah. It's like a nice Venn diagram of yeah. scoops. Their, can, their cans are very appealing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Strong work, Hotfly. Always. Always like the work from Hotfly. And Trophy. Yeah. Well, you know, Lauren, we became certified beer servers. We did. We did. But also, an alternative route is the beer judge certification program. It's a little bit different. What do you think? Are you going to do that, Lauren, since you didn't do the certified beer server? I mean, I am quite judgy. (laughs) (laughs) Might as well be certified. (laughs) Yeah. Might as well get a certification to do it. She is certified to be judgy. Yeah, certifiably. What does that entail? What does that do? What does that do? Well, the Cicerone is more about tasting evaluations, and that's that's the big parallel there, I think. But certified beer judge is like you actually become recognized as someone who can judge beer, whether at competitions, and it, it basically how true is it to the style, you know. What is how does it rank within this category? You think about big festivals, you know, they've got those beer judges there, and even some local competitions, you know, local homebrew things. Everywhere needs a beer judge. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. and it's a like I said, it's his own certification program, um, similar but different. I mean, there's still, um, you know, sort of, sort of a, a syllabus and, and uh examination process which you can mm-hmm. find on the bjcp website which is www.bjcp.org Ooh, if you're interested in becoming a member of the beer judge certification program and uh yeah potentially I mean, uh becoming a certified judge yeah i mean straight off their website you know that the about information you know they're a worldwide certifying organization for judges of beer and related fermented products because they also do mead you can do a mead certification, and you can do a cider certification. Interesting. Are those um, separate from the actual beer, beer certification? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It was founded in 1985, 
And there's 7,500 7, judges currently in the program. Yeah. It seems like that's kind of low. You would think, just yeah. based on the amount of... Um, they would need. I feel like beer festivals need. and uh, competitions and uh, things <clears throat> of that nature that there would be a need for a lot more. But it mm-hmm. seems like they do fine. Is that a worldwide stat? I think so. It says yeah. active judges in the program. Yes, it says in over 60 countries and more than 7,500. So like the Cicerone, it's an exam, but the, the you know, we did the, the level one, the certified beer server through Cicerone. The, the BJCP has basically either recognized judges or certified judges, and then there's like a tiered ranking system within that. But you have to do a written exam. That's like your qualifying exam. And then you actually, you have to do mm-hmm. a tasting or like a judging portion. Uh, so I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, that makes sense because there's much more of uh, an application of that certification program yeah. immediately following your, I guess, oh yeah, being awarded the the certification. You actually have to be able to apply it in a real life setting, which is uh, examining beers at mm-hmm. you know competitions or at a professional level. Um, you know, beer judges can't run off the street and. Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of like almost like clinicals or like certain, as you guys know, like residencies from pharmacy. Like you have to mm-hmm. have sort of a a process that gives you the, the hands-on experience before you're set free to oh yeah to be qualified, uh, I guess, cast judgment or to perform. Yeah. So versus just taking a written exam or something where you're yeah. regurgitating knowledge, it's actually the practical application practical. of that knowledge. That's yeah. Right, Lauren? Yes. Yes. And I think one of the reasons that's so low actually, yes, on their, their stats they have a, a tally a stats tally thing. There's seventy nine hundred forty five. Um but you get dropped from the BJCP if you're not active. So you have to you have to actively judge and you have to either take exams or attend some events. So you have to at least do something to maintain your certification right. status. It's like CEs. Yeah. Yeah, it's like continuing education for beer. <laughs> I could do that. You gotta re up and keep keep current. Well yeah. and that's um that's good because I think um I mean you can't you can't expect uh somebody to kinda like, you know, dust off their yeah. BJCP uh rank and then you know, wander enough street after ten years to to judge a competition without being current on uh especially with like the changes because there's you know every so every few years or so there's changes yeah. to the style guidelines and to the uh bjcp um material yeah and that brings us like metrics, to, the, so. to the kind of the next point is that they released style guidelines for the styles that are out there so they just recently updated them they have the 2021 guidelines uh they're available on their website now but basically what that does is defines what are the recognized beer styles and what are the the characteristics of that beer style? So that basically lays the foundation on how do you judge a beer based off what it's classified. <laughs> I was really thinking of that, and I had to pause and not say it, but you did it just for by me. the can. Well, yeah, I mean that's I said it's hard not to see an attractive can. I mean that's mm-hmm. why advertising companies they uh, or or branding people people that work in marketing for companies they are constantly tweaking their logos and uh labels and such so that it catches the consumer's eye yeah it's really about what's inside it's really yeah it's what inside that counts Mm -hmm. Mm. so wholesome yeah so i mean if you you think about an example of like the things they describe in these guidelines like so if i just randomly flip to a page here 
and I uh, come across uh, Scottish light ale, it's it gives some information like the overall impression, the aroma, the appearance, the flavor characteristics, what the mouth feels like, uh, and then a little bit of uh, information on the history and then some of the characteristic ingredients. Mm-hmm. So if you really want to know about beer, you would know all this information. So like it, it gives you typical IBU ranges, gives you typical uh, SRMs, ABVs, and even even I didn't realize that they provided original gravity, which is the gravity of the wort before it's fermented and the final gravity of the beer. So that difference between the original and the final gravity creates your, your alcohol by volume that you can calculate. But interesting. So a lot of information, if you really wanted to study beer, these are the things that you would look at. Yeah. And I think actually the Cicerone certified beer server uh, suggested material for studying included the style guidelines from mm-hmm. the JCP website, which is um, very helpful because it's as detailed as you're going to find. Oh, yeah. Like I said it's being updated all the time. I think just a month ago they had their last update since uh, it was the first cool. one since like 2015. Mm-hmm. But they, I think they kind of view the changing landscape of beer too. And for certain styles, there's an evolution. Oh, time. yeah. I mean, you think about one that's like a hot thing, like New England IPAs. Mm-hmm. They've rebranded, not rebranded, but renamed them to hazy IPAs as a category. Uh, and yeah. I think that's just the explosion of them. You know, it really made them think. And I, and I think they've added new beer styles. I thought I saw that Kentucky Common is a new ah. addition, which I think was something that was thought to be its own for a while. Because I remember like in some of the readings I've done and things that they talked about Kentucky Common beer, but... What is that? I don't know. <laughs> I'd have to look it up. Yeah. Let's see. Kentucky Common. Oh, it says a historical beer. You know, because it's interesting that they have that with, uh, you know, we just learned about the California Common or discussed it last mm-hmm. week um, in terms of the certified beer server exam. Um, but just, you know, the sort of deviation from a typical uh, like yeast with a, so like that. the California Common was the... Uh, the colder temperature used to um, ferment with ale yeast. Ale yeast was, yeah. yeah. So one of uh, Kentucky common is a similar approach. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. And, and well, that's so uh, I just flipped to it here. It's a historical beer. I don't know if anybody's making a Kentucky common. I've never seen that. But it says it's a clean, dry, refreshing, slightly malty, dark beer with high carbonation, mild tasting, light toast, and caramel flavors. Served very fresh as a sessionable saloon beer. So saloon. if you're ever in a saloon, oh, if I'm in the saloon, <laughs> Kentucky Common. perfect. I'm actually wearing my Nick's Stewhouse and Saloon oh, T-shirt yeah. today. That's the one that says I got stewed at Nick's. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This is a, I actually figured out this place was in Kansas City, Missouri. Oh, and it's no longer. How'd you end up with that shirt? <laughs> yeah, that's... it was from my grand my grandpa. Actually, I was at my grandparents' house swimming one time at the lake, and uh, I think I. Either f- swaying with my shirt because that's a terrible idea. Or that's the worst feeling. Oh, you can't get it off. It's uh, yeah, stuck to like, you. Yeah. So he pulled it out of the dresser and just is like, I needed a dry shirt. And he was like, Oh, look at this. It's got your name on it. it. Looks like you should have this shirt. So he just gave it to me mm-hmm. when I was a kid. It was a little big then, and now I've since grown into it. it. And it's, I mean, you can see through it. <laughs> see through I've seen shirt. a lot of wash <laughs> Nick, it's half past your belly button. I mean. <laughs> yeah, it's a crop. It's a crop top. Oh, I thought it was a tank top, but it's a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised it didn't have more holes in it either. 
a few runs here and there, but uh, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Well, just flipping through this grape ale. Have you ever had a grape ale? No. Originally a local Italian style that subsequently inspired breweries in grape growing regions worldwide to produce versions showcasing local varietals. What was that beer that I had when we were in Denver? Do you remember? You had a lot of beers. Yes, but there was one that was made with grapes Mm -hmm. as well. I cannot remember what it was called. I'm sorry, honey. I also cannot. It's almost like they're trying to merge wine and beer. Mm -hmm. Interesting choice. Um, So, I believe... uh, the actual style guidelines have not been published. They're on the way. It was just announced uh, less Anyway. than a month ago on their website that you can, PJCP was going to. Yeah, you can get the PDFs um, actually. So I got, I was able to pull up. They have a PDF in a doc form, but I don't think they have it updated the on their website gotcha, like that gotcha. way. Very good. But um, yeah, but I think that what's really cool about that uh, BJCP certification program, <clears throat> which is redundant mm-hmm. <laughs> CP. Um, is it similar to the cicerone um, program where you can choose what level or what kind of rank you're striving for mm-hmm. um there's actually several judge ranks for the bjcp um starting off as just a recognized beer judge which um i think maybe it's kind of your entry-level guy and then you get certified the national, then you can get a master rank, and of course a grandmaster, which sounds very the grandmaster. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. Like you're like a chess pro or something. Grandmaster um, of yeah chess, and actually it goes beyond that. It's grandmaster one, grandmaster two, etc. Um, but it's all based on experience and about um, you know the the amount of you know I guess like when you're testing like how high your scores are, how much experience you have, and you can continue to. Um, you know, further your career as a beer judge or... Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not your career, it's just a hobby, but... Yeah, you can continue to progress for a long time. There's a ton of different ranks, and it's, like, based on all of your, (laughs) you know, what what's your goal? How often are you judging? You know, what's your level there? Ah, I found it. Evolette is the name. Evolette. It was from Renegade Brewing Company in Denver. It was a grape ale. An Italian grape ale. That was the first time I've had one of those, and it's probably the only one I've ever had. Do you have any notable uh, tasting thoughts from from that beer? I don't. I mean, I know it was a while back. Think I. The grape ale seems just like a very niche style. Niche, niche. Yeah, I didn't do anything. I gave it a four out of five. I thought it was very interesting. I think I, from what I remember, it was kind of dry, a little sweet, but it was a, definitely an interesting style. I don't remember that one. You don't remember? It came in that glass. It came in like a wine looking like a stemmed glass. Do you remember? We were at that place where you could sit outside or inside and then like the old ladies came in and were crushing beers. Apparently I was the second last person to check this in ever because they don't <laughs> oh, make wow. it anymore. It was... Uh, you were there just in the, the last check of time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I encourage you to check out the, the BJCP if you're interested in something. To learn about beer, yeah. as, a, as one, as a reference, but two, if, if you want to judge beer, get into it, go for it. I mean, this style guideline is 102 pages long, so if you want to read that. There's some light reading. I think mm-hmm. it'd be interesting to do uh, 
an official judging or evaluation of, of beers. I'm not sure I'm anywhere near qualified at this point. Um, but that'd be fun. Yeah. It would be yeah. really cool to go to a competition and, and do that or check it out. Or even, you know, we can start applying it and practicing it in some of our beer reviews. So mm-hmm. we can actually look up the style and do this. And maybe, maybe that's one thing we can incorporate into the podcast and say, Hey, we've got this beer. This is what the style notes are. Let's see how it is compared to that. And then yeah. do a little training that way. I think that'd be, that's reasonable. Yeah. that'd be kind of fun. You know, you know, join us, Lauren. Maybe. Are you going to get your certified beer server? Yeah, there's um, other things pending right now. Pending? So, what could be more important than that? I mean... Absolutely just, nothing. Just, just a little few things going on <laughs> in my life right now. <laughs> can I elaborate? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nope. No, no. Just, uh, it's like those cryptic posts people put on something yeah. like, got some stuff in the works, like stay tuned for some big news. It's like, <laughs> yeah. all right, nothing's coming. <laughs> well, can't believe that just happened. Oh. Everything's fine. Don't text me. I just don't need to talk about it. Yeah. Then why'd you post about it? Yeah. Quit asking me what's wrong. Oh, man. Being cryptic. That's, that's cryptic. Cute. You know what else is cryptic? What? Elsie's pick of the week. Elsie's <laughs> <laughs> pick of the week. Elsie's pick of the week. All right. Assume your positions. We already are here. I'm, I'm positioned. Oh, your eyes. I I'm need, pos- your eyes need to be closed, <laughs> sirs. I'm possessed. I'm... All right, close your eyes. All right. Oh, we got my hoodie today. I'm going to cover my eyes. Crack. That was an interesting crack. I didn't feel like I heard a lot of carbonation off that. Oh, I hear some carbonation. Hands. One, two. All right. Okay. Feels like a glass. Yep. Taps like a glass. Oh my god, it's a glass. Whoa. Hang on. Hmm. It's a light beer. I feel like it smells like one anyway. Did you try to give us bush light again? <laughs> <laughs> no. Bush heavy. It's not bush. It kind of smells like that. I, I, I just don't know. Maybe once I taste it. I'm just not getting a lot up the nose. It's not very aromatic. Oh, geez, I just stuck my nose into the foam. It's highly carbonated. We'll say that. Let's give it a taste. What is it? <laughs> the faces you're making, yeah. both of you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... It's like a, it's a light crusher. Mm-hmm. I mean... Super light. Lager or Pilsner is dry. That's for sure. Is this like one of those like low-cal light beers? All right, I'm taking a look at it. Oh, it's so clean. It looks like a <laughs> Oh, man. Super clean, super light, that kind of straw color. The one thing is, it's a little more malty than your typical American light lager. This can't be anything but just a light lager. Yeah. And I'm even guessing, I'm going to double down and say it's something that's targeted as like a a low-cal, low-carb one that's like 95-cal, mm-hmm. like one gram carb. I just can't. 
Because I think those typically also are very, very, like, crisp carbonated, I think, to, like... Yeah. Sort of. I feel like anything in that segment is... Yeah. Um, but this is a light body. It's a dry finish, for sure. Yeah. Which a dry finish also could, you know, low residual... Low residual sugars are going to decrease carbs and decrease your calories, so if they do that, but... Um, now the real question is this a how come you don't have any Lauren? <laughs> oh no, it must be Wow, we've beer. been we've been bamboozled. <laughs> she didn't even pour herself some. She usually does. So are we close? Is this gonna be a domestic or is this gonna be a craft brew? It's domestic. Okay. Um, in honor of dry January. Oh. Non alcoholic. Oh. It's non alcoholic. <laughs> Who did have a non-alcoholic? Wow. You know, I will say that shows you the difference between Heineken in a can versus Heineken in a bottle because that skunk character. Because there's no skunk. There's seven grams of carbs, zero fat, zero protein, in case you were wondering. Seven grams of carbs. Nice call with the the low cal. So this is not an American light lager. It's an international lager. uh, Same thing. Basically, but yeah. just not American. <laughs> yeah, yeah, guys. So in honor beer. of Dry January, oh, well then there's some non-alcoholic Heineken. Non-alcoholic. Great way to Heineken. close out drinking an eight percent beer. Yeah. <laughs> Round it out. Never really. too late to you start know? Dry January. You know that actually wasn't horrible. I'll say. Wow. I mean, it tasted like a big box beer. Oh gosh. And I we mean, both made horrible faces apparently while we, we were. You did. Drinking. You both were just like. <laughs> it tastes bad. It just was like it's like you were confused. To it. Yeah, it just was like. I mean, if you want a crisp, refreshing beverage on a hot day like that, that'll do you know. It. And I almost want to say that the non-alcoholic taste, like it has a specific kind of a taste to it. Like yeah, like they've just removed everything. How do they make this non-alcoholic? Do we know? Because this is zero. Like this is zero. They, this is zero point zero percent, which is. Yeah. Technically different than like a non-alcoholic, yeah. like an O'Doul's or whatever. It's just a very low alcohol. Like but there's technically it says it has malted, malted water, malted barley, hop extract, but no yeast. Barley. Mm-mm. That's barley. But how do they get the sugar? They must use something that removes the. I do not know. Sugars. Yeah. I'm curious about that process. That'd be interesting to learn and see what they do. Because uh, for some of those like light loggers, they'll use other enzymes that'll break down those residual sugars to reduce the calories, mm-hmm. but you still have the yeast that produce alcohol. So very interesting. Well, we did better than last time, I think. Oh yeah, I mean, I I don't know if we would have ever guessed it's not. But you killed it with the with the the, uh, low, cal. the low cal piece. It's just like oh, I think. Man. Well, actually, is it low cal? Yeah, it's thirty five cal's. Well, it's also four ounces. This bo- this can. Yeah. So that's why I shouldn't have it. <laughs> yeah, that I didn't have enough. Yeah, this is a tiny can. Wait, so that's actually not even that that's great. Not even low cal. for zero alcohol. Because you think about well, like it a, has, that thing had seven grams of carbs right there. Not yeah, like so you think about a Mick Ultra or something like that. Like that's that like ninety-five more, calories. It's like more or, two grams, right? Yeah, yeah, and it's actually has some alcohol in it. So actually has more carbs. So alcohol healthy for you. <laughs> yeah. that's what I'm getting. Yeah, so, yeah yes, yeah. Yep. You're so, what'd you guys learn today? I learned that there is a test for judging beer and that maybe I should consider taking it. Does that seem a little too judgy for you? You're getting judged on whether you can be a judge. 
Yeah. You're judging well, or being judged? Well, I feel like judge? I'm already being judged because I'm not a level one Cicerone beer server, but it's okay. It's all right. Like, right. you, yeah, guys cool, look at, you guys look at me differently now. Yeah, I mean. Because I haven't taken the test. <laughs> Are we judging you? Perhaps. 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 But you're not certified judges. <laughs> no, no, we're not. <laughs> so our opinion certified. doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> like it ever, <clears throat> always yeah, never it did. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. No, one, no one's getting no heck. Heck in May. What'd you learn, Nick? Well, I learned that... <laughs> Eggnog is nothing like horse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was still the best part. I think though the whole thing. Oh man, what I learned? I think I learned that. Uh, oh geez, I had remembered it, but I forgot it with that comment. No, I remember that I, I had a hard time remembering what an adjective was, and I needed to go back to English class. <laughs> yeah. yeah, bonus. What we learned, I think, uh, for the next Mad Lib, we gotta. Really put ourselves into the mind of the Mad Lib, because... Yeah. We've got to become mad. Yeah. I I think our... We were doing it, I I thought, at our best... Or with our best effort, but, uh, I mean, really, it didn't quite make Mm -hmm. a a clear narrative there. No, we need to to think outside the box when it comes to to our adjectives and adverbs and... I'm going to think inside the box. I'm going to think inside the box. Taco Bell, think outside the box. Shell, what what bun? Outside the bun, that's what it was. Oh yeah, I think outside the bun. Outside yeah, the bun. you know there's a subscription now. I saw that a subscription For taco, taco service. Yeah. My big thing is though, when have you ever gone to Taco Bell and got a single taco? And I don't even really get tacos. Yeah, plain tacos. I mean they're fine, but the I only would go there thirty days. Yeah, the only time I get a taco is if I get it as part of a meal or something. Yeah. You know? Or it's free. Or if it's free. Yeah, it has a good side option, yes, for sure. But it's definitely a ploy to just, like, get you in there to, to come Let's buy some stuff. Free. Free. Well, alright, well that wraps up episode number 16. Uh, this has been Secondary Fermentation, presented by East Carolina Beer and Brewing. Check us out on Instagram. Send us a little DM. You can feel free to slide right into those DMs at Instagram. We're at East Carolina Beer. Uh, you can check our website out, eastcarolinabeer.com. Check us out on Twitter, on Facebook, all the, the socials. And we'd be happy to interact. So thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Cheers.